Hello and welcome to Ask the Mayor on WBAA News. I'm your host, Ben Thorpe. This week, our guest is Crawfordsville Mayor Todd Barton. Mayor, thanks as always for being with us. Thanks for having me. It's good to be here. So you gave your State of the City this month and discussed a number of things, but I I think there's so much that bleeds through in that State of the City uh, to kind of a state of the state where I was thinking about how a lot of the problems that Crawfordsville is tackling are are kind of statewide problems, Uh, starting with one of housing. Uh, You talked about how the city is trying to meet this need, uh, that you kind of need housing at every income bracket. Where are we and, and what are we doing? Well, you're right. It's at every income bracket, every price point. And, you know, we just have to continuously work it. And, you know, my point in the state of the city is we're caught in this really odd situation where, you know, on a national level, everybody's concerned about interest rates and, you know, possible economic downturns and things like that. At the same time, in our local community, we have this very high demand for housing. So trying to balance those two things and trying to convince the outside world to invest in housing, you know, developments in our community Uh, can be a real challenge. But, you know, for us, it's just really continuing to work that and and not letting it down. Um, You know, we're we're still in talks with developers. Uh, You know, it's kind of it cooled off for a while, but it's it's picking up again. So uh, I keep saying I'm optimistic we'll have some announcements pretty soon. I thought we would have them by now. uh, But when the interest rates, you know, started going up, everybody pulled back. Uh, But it looks like right now we're, we're back on track to make some things happen. I, I mean, can you talk to me? Is it getting harder just because I think everyone is at this moment right now where they're saying, you know, hey, we need more housing? Because I'll say, you know, in Indianapolis, I know this is a conversation when I'm up in West Lafayette, they're saying this is a conversation. I mean, it sounds like it's happening everywhere. It is happening everywhere. I mean, housing is a huge challenge across the state of Indiana and, you know, especially in communities our size. And what we've seen is these large scale developers continuing in those large metro areas where they just churn out house after house after house that has created a real imbalance and we see this big shift in population because of that because as they build the houses people shift and migrate and follow that and when you see that shift then you see the shift in the workforce you see retail opportunities shifting all those things are tied to it Uh, so every community in indiana is struggling with this but i think it's especially important in communities you know the size of crawfordsville uh, it's a really big challenge, uh, but we're all up against, you know, convincing developers that demand is high and that people, you know, their job opportunities are there and people can afford the housing uh, when everything on a national level is telling them pull back, you know, things are cooling off and it's not a good time to invest in new housing. Uh, so, you know, Governor Holcomb was up in uh, West Lafayette and Lafayette recently talking to the mayors there about kind of supporting growth and asked both of them kind of what, you know, what can the state do to support growth and support, you know, these issues like housing. And kind of jokingly, uh, the mayors said to him, you know, give us some money and leave us alone. Um, And I wanted to get, you know, what is your perspective on how can the state support regions across the state that are, are looking to grow and also need to invest in things like more housing? No, they, they, you know, that was my thought exactly as you were asking the question. I mean, they nailed it. That is exactly what needs to happen. Uh, You know, every time the state has some money to invest in our communities, they want to dictate exactly how it's used they want to create all of these barriers and roadblocks and obstacles, and it just doesn't work. I mean, and I think, you know, we look at some of the state funding that's come down, we see it play out time and time again. 
and, and really the best thing they can do is, is literally get out of the way. And in Indiana, there seems to be a real struggle with that, especially from uh, the, the legislative side. And, you know, we see bills right now that are trying to tweak TIF and trying to adjust residential TIF and trying to do all these things. Um, and I often say, you know, local communities are thriving and doing well despite state government. And it's it's unfortunate because uh, there is a major disconnect between what the governor is saying and what we see from the legislative side. So, uh, you know, the, the mayors in the greater Lafayette area are correct. Uh, what we need is some financial support and investment but we largely need state government to, to get out of the way and stop trying to dictate every little thing as it comes forward. Uh, you also discussed retail needs within the city and kind of highlighted that there's a real need for groceries, uh, which caught my attention. You know, what can you tell me about how to attract grocers and, and, and how that work is going? Because I, I think in some ways, you know, it, it strikes me that that's not the kind of investment that people get excited about. But anytime I talk <laughs> right. to locals, they'll say, I wish that I had something that I could walk to or I wish that there was something closer. Um, and, and it feels like that investment, you know, gets skipped over because maybe it's not as sexy as some some other stuff. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think, you know, I'll tell you right now, if we announced new grocery opportunities in Crawfordville, people would be excited. Uh, we, you know, we have known for a while that we have a shortage you know we don't have enough grocery capacity to meet the need and the demand in our community uh, we did the retail gap analysis last summer and those numbers are are glaring i mean you know millions of dollars in unmet need in our community for grocery uh, so we're just trying to make the case to retailers but again we're up against a situation where from from a national perspective they're all pulling back and they're not considering expansions right now so so it's a tough sell um, we're using the gap analysis and then we've brought on a firm, brought a firm on board to help us, uh, make connections with brokers and retailers and grocery chains and things like that. Uh, a firm that's connected in that world, if you will. So, um, it's really a full court press right now. I'll tell you that on the grocery side. And, and even in the last two days, we've had some conversations with the grocer about, you know, things in our community. So, um, we just have to keep working it and we have to be persistent. Um, the thing we found is that most of them are using outdated data. So we've, you know, the gap analysis gives us current data and uh, we have to show them that there is a gap and there is a need in our community and that they will be successful if they come and invest in our community. Uh, lastly, I noticed that the city was just awarded over half a million dollars by the Indiana Department of Homeland Security to manage erosion for high-risk properties along Sugar Creek. What can you tell me about that? Well, this is something that has plagued our community for, for decades and decades. There are two neighborhoods in Crawfordsville where Sugar Creek is actually eroding. It's called high bank erosion, and these literally a house fell in the creek years ago, decades ago. And, and properties have been lost. And we have other homes that are in danger of landsliding, you know, basically and falling into the creek, um, have struggled and struggled to find a solution for that. And the reality is that there's not a solution other than to buy those homes and get those people out of harm's way. It's a very unique geological condition to our community and Sugar Creek. And uh, so we have been pursuing that funding for a while and we were awarded uh, this is phase one. These are the homes that are most at risk of, of collapsing into the creek. So those property owners, you know, that the property will be appraised and they'll have the opportunity to sell it. 
we want to get them out of harm's way, but we also want to make them whole financially because we realize that people have been working their whole lives to invest in their homes, and now it's in danger of falling in the creek. So um, these properties have been divided into three phases. We've received funding for phase one, which is a huge step forward uh, in solving this. Hmm. That is our time for today, Mira Barton. Thanks for being with us. You can find this program at our website, wba.org, along with an archive of our shows at the mayors of Lafayette, West Lafayette, Crawfordsville, and Frankfurt. Send us your questions to ask at wba.org. Thanks for listening, and have a great rest of the day. Thank you.